All right, it's Saturday night. The wine is cold. And this is Movies and BS with Andrew. And this is Katie. All right, welcome back, folks. Sorry for the delay. Here we are, back in action. We've got emails, we've got movies, we've got fun-filled, ridiculous things that nobody cares nor wants to listen to, but here we go. And tonight's podcast is sponsored by the weird random bottle of wine that I found in the fridge tonight because I forgot to get beer. So thank you, Promised Land Sweet Red. You suppose that's like a millennial thing? I don't know. I mean, we have so many bottles of wine and we barely drink it. Yeah. I, we're not the wine drinkers. What is, I never call the board the correct word. What is it that? Charcuterie? Charcuterie. Yeah. I'm like, Jacques Cousteau board? And I know that's not right. Oh, that's not right at all. Yeah, charcuterie. I did learn how to make a meat rose using a wine glass for a charcuterie board. Was this like a TikTok video? It was a TikTok video. Wow. I learned that. That is I could do it right super, now. Super millennial, I guess, is the word. I don't even know if that's why. I don't even know what the next thing is. But well, I can call it, it another to, word, but I don't want to offend anybody on the podcast. Yeah, I don't get the charcuterie board. So, like, I, I understand meat tray. Okay. Platter, I understand meat tray. But, like, you got to go out and buy a special cutting board in a shape of some sort of simple object. And then cut your meats and cheeses and arrange them as such? I don't know if this, you and I are just so country where we didn't grow up that way, where the fancy meat platter thing came from Sam's Club. Or Fairway, yeah, Fairway Walmart. I mean, Sam's I love meat trays. Sam's Club the fancy one for us. Oh, yeah. No, I, I liked meat trays. We had a meat tray there at the old job and as a thank you, and it lasted maybe 25 <laughs> hours. 25 hours. No good joking at all. Like, we ate on it, and then we came back the next day, and it was, like, gone. And, he, you know, all of us had lunch at the same time, so I don't know who was smacking down the old salami. It wasn't me. But, but one of these nights, I do want to see you put your meat rose artistic skills to work. I bet you do. I, I, I want to, like, see you, like, impress our friends with that. Like, our really fancy friends. We have no fancy have. friends. <laughs> they don't exist. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we're 35. You're going to be 36 pretty quick, pushing 40. And COVID, like, we live out in the country, the the fancy friends and needing traveling. I don't know. It just kind of doesn't happen anymore. No, it's not. It's just like we we hopped in a, like, Doctor Who telephone booth and we pushed ourselves to age 70 where we have no friends. It's just us. It's a police call box, but. You're a police call box. Well, at least I have my references correct for all of nerdum. Ooh. 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 Yeah. You look a zeitgeist. You're a zeitgeist. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. I heard it off the parks and rec that yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, uh, we have emails from our yeah. most loyal, loyal listeners, Jeff and Laura. All right. So we got, so recently watched the new Ghostbusters. I do want to see that. I wanted to watch that so badly as a date night thing but yeah. I'm glad it's gonna turn into when it comes out on video. Kind of the way it goes. Um yeah. said is a it is uh held up to the original, which is good. Is Paul Rudd in that? Yes, Paul Rudd is like non aging man. Isn't it? Yeah. Anything with Paul Rudd is pretty good. Um he's got that kind of locked up. He knows how to make funny happen. Yes he his does. His timing and then like they talked about that on Ant Man, like all of his like weird kind of body antics. So like when he's saying goodbye to, what's his little daughter's name? 
uh, Sally, Billy, Rose, I don't know, whatever her name was, but like how he leaned out of the front doorway, like keeping his ankle yeah. behind him. <laughs> that wasn't like, hey, Paul, why don't you do that? That was just him being him, and it was hilarious. And just those little things he brings to the characters that really just make him pop. Also, he hasn't changed. Uh, I first saw Paul Rudd in Clueless, and that was like 1997. And he has not aged. If not anything, he's gotten better looking. You think time. it's like a Dorian Gray situation? Could be. For those of you who don't know who Dorian Gray are, Dorian Gray goes back to the 1800s of a man who was able to fend off the ravages of time by having a portrait grow old, but he stayed the same. Now, do you know who wrote it? Uh, I used to, but I think I drank it away. Who wrote it? Oscar Wilde. Oscar Wilde. Hmm. Most boring podcast ever. Oh, fuck off. Anyway, so <laughs> Ghostbusters holds up Jeff and Laura, right? Yeah, that's what he said. And then they said they also watched Red Notice. I watched that. What was it? Red Notice. The Rock and um, Oh, yeah, we Ryan did watch Reynolds that. And Gal Gadot. I only got about maybe 20 minutes in before I got called away with stuff. But... Yeah, you're all doing mom things. Like, I gotta do the laundry. Don't we do the dishes? Screaming kids. Yeah, no, I watched it. It was pretty predictable. It's like, hey, I'm The Rock in 52 and jacked up on steroids. Do you think they'll do a sequel? Or oh, yeah. Enough? They'll probably do like three or four more. It's like the most watched thing on Netflix ever. Yeah. Well, I'll but watch The Rock. I like I watched of it. I mean, I think yeah. they have a good dynamic the two of them do. Oh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds is hilarious. Oh, I, I liked it. I mean, it was good. Um, Still one of the most beautiful women on earth. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Own. She's beautiful. And, you know, pretty good actress. Then they have, if you like musicals, Tick, Tick, Boom. Tick, Tick, Boom? I don't know what that is. I think I remember like an advertisement of that playing, and it looked good. It just, it's like on my, like, oh, way watch on the bottom. Oh, what, yeah. you know, like that? I, I don't Too know. Too sweet? Yeah, it's just like. Here's some Kool-Aid with some antifreeze. Oh, uh, mind you, that's really been in the fridge for a really, really <laughs> long time. So I think maybe it was a, hey, congratulations on your baby, Evie. So it's at least four years old. <laughs> Going on five. Good wine versus bad wine. Is there a difference? I don't know. Best wine we ever had was on the honeymoon trip. And I think we paid $35 a bottle. And then we came home. And it was 13 Yeah. And on the mainland. <laughs> But that was the best. We had amazing food, and we drank a bottle of wine every night. And then we shuffled our way to the entertainment and sat there in a drunken food stupor and enjoyed it. And then we went to bed. It was yeah, amazing. It was a, that, that was, was a awesome. week of that. That's like, the most oh, wine I've ever drank in my life. I don't have life. to go home or drive because I'm on a big ship. It's like, I just have to try to make my way back <laughs> to my room if I can do it. Let's see what happens. The thing that did suck, though, is we had to wake up an hour early. Every day. Yeah, the time zone thing. I was definitely <sighs> going like, across the ocean. What oh, day, man. hour, week is this? So we started like waking up at like seven, and then it was six days. So by the time we reached New York, it was really one a.m. from when we originally started. Yep. So every day was a new hour. So it was like seven a.m. and then the next day it was seven a.m. again. Except no, really it was six. And then the next day it was seven a.m. It's like no, really it's five a.m. I mean, yeah, we're just exhausted the whole time. It's like it's daylight savings like, time like, on drugs. Like goddamn Twilight Zone. It's just like <sighs> where are we? It's like is it time for breakfast? What are we gonna do today? Is it lunchtime? Gonna is have it like breakfast? we're gonna have where seven naps. That's for sure. 
definitely, and a bottle of wine to help fix those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got a lot of naps in on that trip. It was a good time. That was fun. Um, you really recently haven't watched The Boys. It's worth it. My new man, uh, Jared, Ag Jared Ackles, is going to be like Soldier Boy on that. So, yes, I'm really excited about the new season of that popping Who's up. Who's Jared Ackles? Jared Ackles? Or he's the... Uh, Jensen Ackles. Sorry, not Jared. Jensen Ackles. Jensen Ackles. He's the guy off of Supernatural. He's Dean Winchester. Not the... Not the new Walker. No, 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 no. That's Jared Paul. <laughs> okay. So. Jensen Apples. Sorry, guys. I know I screwed that one up. But, yeah, he's Soldier Boy. Gotcha. He's like their take of Captain America, only he's a hot dumpster fire mess. Oh, nice. It's a good so, reference in using a lot. Thank you. All right. Laura says, answering follow-up question, this is us or parenthood? This is us. I love This Is Us. I can hardly wait for the next season to come out here, and it's coming out in January. It's the final season. All they do is cry. Like, the dad died one time, and somehow they stretched it to nine years. It's a very traumatic death, you bitch. No, it's not. Yes, you saved the dog and stupidly died of <sighs> smoke inhalation. Okay, it's just, like, <laughs> such a cathartic the cry dog after every episode of just, like, you know what? My past week was shit. Let's watch This Is Us. And then just everything washes away with that episode. So All like, the feels. And plus, there's a lot of ER references. And even better, there's a lot of ER characters that come back. <laughs> playing various other characters. He died once. It's still a great show. Uh, I'm not saying it's not a bad show. I'm just saying the whole premise. You haven't even watched one. Get episode. over it. Just like, dude, he died when you were whatever. I don't know. Uh, just that black guy's always crying. <laughs> Funny thing. Oh, yeah, he does cry a lot. And I like that guy. But he talks really slow. He does. But I, at the same time, he was in, like, uh, Aliens versus Predator, or, like, the newest Predators, the la latest one, that had, like... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, guys, still getting over a cold. Yeah, they had, um, oh, Jane, Thomas Jane in it? Like the most, the latest Predator movie. You gotta kind of help me out. Oh, here. you know Thomas Jane. Um, hold on. But you know, he actually played a character too. Uh, what is his name? Sterling Brown or something like that. But anyways, he is actually on like one season of Supernatural. Okay. So the movie that the latest Predator movie that came out was in 2018 called The Predator. It had Olivia Munn and. Keegan Michael Kay, Thomas Jane had Boyd Holbrook, and then it had your guy Sterling K. Brown, All right, I think who was like it. a government—I don't even know what to call him—black ops, weird, creepy guy suit trying to go after the aliens. Yeah, he's been so, in a whole weird stuff, but can you nail? This is us. Like his career really took off. I mean, he was in that Marshall movie. You remember that one? What? He played the guy that was accused. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie. yeah. They're good. Yeah. Yeah, he's in Marshall. He's in The Predator, Waves, Frozen 2. Yeah, he's um, like the, as I've seen it 18 million times, he's the soldier that was left behind in the woods. Yeah. But, yeah, he played on Supernatural. But he's always just like, and then his eyes are constantly bloodshot. Yeah. 
Well, he, he cries a lot. Constantly. But he I mean, like, there's like, they're permanently bloodshot. too. You gotta get some Visine, bitch. I don't know. Just, and then Jake Busey was in that. I like Jake Busey. Took care of his dad. He's a good dude. Oh, I was like, is that Busey's kid? Yeah, Jake yeah. Busey. Yeah. Did he play off of that really stupid movie? Um, oh, God, the Alien movie. Which one is it? Like, <laughs> God damn it. It's like a cult Starship classic. Troopers. That's it. That is a cult classic. That isn't a cult classic. Starship Troopers is truly a film that defines you as a person. Either you like it or you don't. I and like if you, it. If you do like, like it, it, you fall in that weird category of weird people. And then we're very few in numbers out like <laughs> <laughs> I like it, but it's like a once every five years, like, cleansing a, palette type of deal. Like, you know, yeah. we haven't seen it in a long yeah. time. Starship Troopers. And, you know, once, and it's one of those things, you watch it and rewatch it, and you're just like, it kind of gets better each time. Like, Does the it? first time you watched it, it was just like, this is awful. <laughs> And then you appreciate for like what they were doing, the technology they had to actually get that piece of crap made. And you're like, you know it's what? It's hell of a cast in it. It does. You know, I think they tried hard. They tried hard, but I don't know what was going on. It was just too much. He plays much. like a random violin in the movie, and you're just like, yeah, I had that hot chick, and she's topless. And oh, yeah. I'm trying to think. Jake Busey's been a lot looking at his internet movie database. He goes all the way back to 1978. Holy cow. How old is this guy? Um, again, because I'm only picturing oh, him in Starship He was born in 71, 81, 91, 2000, 2011. 2004. He is 50 years old. He is 50 years old. Holy shit. Yeah, that's going to be us pretty darn quick. Uh, We're kind of wrestling with the fact of being, you know, 35 and 15 short years will be 50. I don't know. Like the other it's day, I had like a little notice thing. I'm like, hey, you know what was like a damn near 30 year old movie? It's like a few good men. And you're like, no, it's not that old. And you're like, yeah, like wait, yeah. why? Was 30 year, yeah. God damn it. That's okay. So that's a podcast <laughs> we need to do is just a total dedication to Aaron Sorkin. And the amazement and awesomeness that is Aaron Sorkin. Oh, you're gonna have like five people like kind of listening to that. I, well, we've I got three Aaron listening Sorkin. now, so that'll be two more than what we've got. Oh so. yeah. So you think this is gonna up the numbers? Is what oh, you're yeah. saying? Is yeah. if we have a whole entire episode dedicated to Aaron Sorkin? Right. Ooh, okay. Michael Ironside. That is the coolest actor's name ever. Almost sounds like a transformer. It really does. But that guy's awesome. I like Michael Ironside. Michael I'm Ironside is the best. I like that guy. Okay, so did we address <clears throat> everything in Laura's email and Jeff's? No, we're still working on it. Here, oh, good Jesus. I'm looking at Starship Troopers, man. It was May 97. It's two hours and nine minutes. Rated R, obvi. Oh, For 1997, that's a hell of a movie. 97 was a good year. I mean, that like right after Twisters or Green Screens kind of yeah, get into yeah. it. I mean, they put some time and effort. got Denise Richards. She's you know hot off the set of Wild Things. Oh, yeah. So we're like two chicks made out of a pool and the whole world went crazy. No, I'm not arguing with you. Again, Starship Troopers had a really good cast for the piece of shit movie that it was. <laughs> it was. And then you watch it, and I like I said, it gets better. But it's a classic what I call TNT movie. Like, I am not yeah. searching it out. If it shows up on <laughs> TNT and you got nothing but six hours to kill, you're going to watch it. Even with the commercials. Yeah, even with the commercials. Yeah. God, I don't miss that at all. Do you mm -hmm. miss that at all? I don't miss TNT. There is a certain nostalgia, though. Like, you know, like when you were a kid and you were watching something on TV. And there is something about hurtling 
yourself over the couch when a sibling yelled out, it's on! Right. And I like, kind of missed those times. Trying to make it in so you, you didn't miss it. And then, yeah, and then you had a parent yell at you going, quit jumping on the couch. Shut up. I can't miss right. um, Parenthood. I wonder if she's referring to Steve Martin? No, no, no. There's um, a movie, Parenthood, and then there's a TV series, Parenthood. I have not watched that yet. Oh, CCC. Yeah. All I know is This Is Us is just crying a lot. Like, the I dog lived it. and the dad died. I don't know. And it's definitely, you know how I love to rewatch ER over and over, yeah. SVU or something like that. Yeah. This has been like my, I Masochist have not rewatched that series. I have not, not a single episode. It's been a one and done with each one of them because it is very cathartic. Mm. Anyways, I, yeah, I think I watched like two episodes, so I can't be thrown judgment this way or that way, but definitely just lots of crying. Um, Bad Sigourney movie, Alien Resurrection. Okay, I would agree and disagree, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree that that is a bad Sigourney Weaver movie, but I would also disagree. That Why? Because if I would have to think back to Ron Perlman's career, that movie kind of jump-started it for him. Oh, I don't know, man. No, because Ron Perlman was the shit in like 1988. Because he played The Beast and Beauty and the Beast, the TV series. He also played, like, the caveman in Quest for Fire. I don't know if you've ever seen that hunk of shit. No. It's amazing. They actually take, like, a true lion and they put, like, a saber tooth on it. And you can see it trying to get that fucking prosthetic off its face. What is it about, like, the movies where you've got to be really handsome as a guy, or just distinguishedly fugly, like Ron Perlman. It's like too much tooth to gum ratio. I know, and it, his face is just, and you like him. I think he's kind of handsome. In a weird way. Yes. In, in a way where, like, I don't want, like a car crash, like, you don't want to look away. Uh, it's not like that motherfucker from off of uh, Wise Guys, or... No, like he... Okay, Goodfellas. Be yeah, Beauty and the Beast, 1987 to 1990. He you, played the Beast. You and I watched one season of that. I'm just like, I watched that when I was a kid. I did not people. miss that at all when I was a kid because I think they were doing reruns in like 92 or 93. Holy and shit. my parents were in there. My mom, was, I remember watching that and I did, I just dug the hell out of it. I you thought really it was so did? cool. Yeah, because it had, uh, what's her face? It had oh, yeah. Linda Hamilton in it. From Terminator. Yeah, and that's before Terminator 2? Before she got, like, super, uh, like... Yeah, before she got, like, ripped. Yeah. So she got done with, like, Terminator 1, and then she went straight into Beauty and the Beast. And, like, it's set in New York, and Ron Perlman plays Vincent the Beast, and he, like, protects her. Yeah, and... with, like, these homeless street people yeah. living in a abandoned subway type of thing. Yeah, yeah, like, on Internet Movie Database, it rated it 7 out of 10. I would give it a solid 7. Now, but like the thing, if you like look through Perlman's acting career here, he goes like, man, this guy just blew up. He's got so much stuff. 2000s. And then even the 90s. A lot of voice acting, video games. Oh, TV. yeah. You make money off of that. Oh, yeah. I think this guy, like, I, I like a work ethic for sure. But I swear Alien Resurrection is the thing that kind of shot up his career again, like brought him back to the limelight. Um I kind of disagree with that, but Okay, he was in Sleepwalkers 92. That was a TV movie, TV series, TV movie, TV series. 
Like well, he he was so strictly like, TV series. He doing like Broadway shit too. No, I'm looking right here. He was strictly TV series until Adventures of Batman and Robin. He was Clayface. He was the voice. Oh, he was. Yeah. Oh my god, TV that's so cool. TV movie, TV series, Duckman. He's a Duckman. You remember Duckman? That was the best. Duckman? Yeah. You ever watch oh that? Com- was that yeah. Comedy Central or something? Yeah. I think it was um, uh, Iron Man. He was Hulk slash Dr. Bruce Banner. Highlander TV series. And then it gets to, boom, like 97. Like, honest to God, that was one of that his. That helped relaunch his career back That was now. one of his first movies back in the limelight of actions. Yeah, because honest to God, if you look through the internet movie database, he is rocking TV series from 1980 all the way up to 1997. And then he's got Tinseltown, Prince Valiant, and Alien Resurrection. Like, maybe he changed, you know. I don't know what what do you call them? People that get you jobs, agents, agents, agents. right? But thank you, Promise Land. Like, yeah. <laughs> but then, like he he did some more TV after that, and then um, Hellboy, Magnificent I Seven. I think that's what helped get his career. Yeah, was Hellboy. But I think Resurrection definitely had its place. I mean, I think that's the thing. It's like, can this guy do a movie? Okay, but we're, going, we're talking more about Squirming versus Enemy at the Roman. Gates. The shaft. No, I'm talking about Perlman, but let's write I agree with it being a terrible movie and a good movie. I I think it was a bad movie for her. I think it was a great movie for him. Do you think it was obviously this is my last paycheck on this? I don't know, because she went on to do more, didn't she? No, I think that was her last one. Was that the last? Yeah, she did one, two, three, four of them. Well, the fourth one was, was it Resurrection? That was Resurrection. Because she did the prison thing, right? That was the third one. Yeah. Then she did Resurrection. And then... That was it. There wasn't... Cause was it Prometheus after that? No, I think that there was, like, um, not Prometheus. you got to help me here. It might have been a Predator slash Aliens. Oh, yeah, like Aliens versus Predator. Is that when that whole genre started? I think it started after that. Oh, I agree. Maybe that was the final nail in the coffin for Sigourney Weaver and Predators. But, you know, watching the movies that made us and her interviews with it, like, I like how she's, I don't want to say humble, but I like how she's appreciative of that movie. Yes. I think it helped launch her career. Oh, absolutely. It did. It's one of her first roles and female roles being the hero. Yeah. Yeah, Easy Alien Resurrection, another movie that was kind of a chunk of shit, but it helped the right people. And that's definitely like my, yeah, you know, if there's yeah. absolutely nothing else on in that watch it. Like, well, like Winona Ryder. Yeah, I didn't like her. She was the younger one. What are you looking at? They're hearing something climb on the walls or something. Is it a cat? I hope so. If not, it's a big ass New York City sewer rat. Um, name the movie, Kenny. Big ass sewer rat. It's not Ghostbusters too, is no, it? Not Ghostbusters. it is. Where they do make a reference of just like, yeah, sometimes you get up to like twenty kilos. <laughs> yeah, no. You guys stop talking about the rats. <laughs> <laughs> no, Adventures in Babysitting. Oh, I have not seen that in such a oh, long, long, you remember long the, time. Her best friend is like trying to pick her up at the bus station or something, mm-hmm. and that homeless chick stole her glasses. Yeah. So she's out feeling around, yep. and then like she gets a hold of what she thinks is a poor little dog, and she's like, Was or like a, a kitty, or kitty or and she's like. This poor defenseless animal. Like oh, the two man. guys are like, oh, ma'am, um, 
that's not that's not a cat. That's a twenty pound New York City sewer rat. <laughs> she just freaked out and threw it away. Just kind of like that commercial oh. uh, with the the glasses commercial. Like, come snuggle with Mama. Yeah. And the raccoon coming in the house. Pearl Vision commercial or something. Oh like that. my god. Uh, they do say that's the least favorite of them if you don't count any Alien vs. Predators movie. Okay, I agree with that. Um, I'm trying to think of other Sigourney Weaver movies that were just, even like Baby Mama, she was hilarious. Oh, yeah. You know, we talked about that the yeah. last time. Yeah, I agree with you. Right. I don't, I'm just trying to think of Sigourney movies where she's been in where it's just been kind of weird out of character. She has a pretty big range, but she sci-fi is, dominates a lot of it. Even from Ghostbusters angle. Yes. Right. Um, and hope you have a great Thanksgiving. We did have a great Thanksgiving. And thank you guys for emailing. Yeah, thank you guys ever so much. So Laura, Jeff, thank you for always emailing us out. We love you dearly. Thank you for that. Yeah. So. I think this is going to have to be a two-parter since we're 24 minutes into this of just like talking about the emails. And who doesn't like Rob Perlman? I like I like Ron Perlman, but from what I've heard, like from, you know, reliable sources, he's kind of a dick to work with. Is he? Yeah. Well, you'd have to have a pretty big ego to be that ugly and be that successful. True. I mean, he ain't getting hired because he's pretty. Now, Sons of Anarchy, he was like a decent looking guy. Well, yeah, yeah. he's definitely has that weathered look of a motorcycle guy yeah i mean i just there's some angles they get close up on his teeth and you're just like god damn this is such oh, a weird did dude. you ever see him in his uh stephen king movie uh which the catwalkers sleepwalkers mm, one i don't know if he or, did a catwalker one well it's like uh Des desperado desperation mm -hmm. he plays like the messed up sheriff uh, Head jerks at weird angles. It's really weird. I don't know. Like, yeah, he's done some weird shit. That's for sure. Stephen King is definitely another podcast episode we have to dive into. Some of the best movies on the planet, and some of the like. Definitely one of the biggest heavy hitters. Oh, time. you know what we'll talk about next? What I did watch: Freddy versus Jason. Oh, you did watch? Yeah, that? I kind of restarted. I want. I was kind of. I have asleep. not seen that since it first came out. Yeah, and, I don't know. It's still. Yeah, it gets into like the nudity and the random killing and the gr grotesque like way they kill people. That's just a weird, another weird genre. Just like. Yeah, I want to see naked hot chicks. And then I want to see this guy bent backwards, breaking his back, being covered in blood. And That's slasher shit, and I don't like that. Yeah, I don't I know what that is. I was telling my friends that worked this net, I was like, I don't know, slasher movies? I think it's lazy. How so? Well, I like scary movies. I like the psychological horrors. I like the supernatural movies. I don't think it's a fun horror movie watching somebody get gutted on screen or just sliced apart just for the violence i don't like that shit like the halloween movies yeah i, I kind of like them but i never was like one of those friday the 13th type of fans where it's just like i gotta watch every single new jason movie that comes out right Some stabby, people are stabby, hardcore. hardcore with that oh my brother's roommate was he was really kind of creepy like i'm pretty sure joe was going to be a serial killer somewhere right. somehow in cedar rapids let me say you always meet a couple. But I don't know, that requires having to meet people. 
That's you. That's when you gotta break out the charcuterie board. Yeah, you gotta have a charcuterie make board. Meat roses. Or make some meat roses, which just doesn't sound good. No, really. it sounds hard. One, I just don't like the thought of somebody like touching all that shit, and it's just like. Oh, this rose is, I'm not going to eat that. Your fingers were obviously touching this for long periods of time. Well, I mean, people at charcuterie boards aren't just like rolling off the assembly line at the hog plant, you know. They probably wash their hands, probably have some class of cleanliness. Oh, still, it's just like, oh, this is not, I'm not going to touch any of this. It just screams, I'm going to get cold after eating I think it's just one of those trends that those who have the power dealt out to everybody. It's the charcuterie board, our version of like a fondue set. Ah, yes. 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 I would say that is an accurate comparison. I would agree with that completely. That's well done on your part. Thank you. I can pull one out of the ballpark every now and then. Every once in a while. Not very often. Kind of like Ty Cobb. You know, you're drunk and you're mean, but every once in a while you can play ball. Thank thank you. All right, now eventually we're going to have to talk about what we've watched here recently. Yeah, we kind of got lost in a half hour on the email there. But see what happens when you email us, folks? We'll actually talk about them. Absolutely. Excellent attention for you. And if you want to email us. Please email us at moviesandbs02 at gmail.com. Absolutely. What what common things that we should email? Uh, Maybe for our next email, best Christmas movie. And don't phone it in with... It's a wonderful life and yeah, all that, fuck bullshit. that bullshit. Give us a good one, man. Yeah, and now everybody's on the Die Hard train. I agree. I think Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I think it's great. But, but you know, what's the best one? Gremlins, Lethal Weapon. These are Christmas movies that aren't talked about. Absolutely. Nor celebrated. No, no. it's not. We got baby Jesus being born What's and so part? forth. All right, we got 10 seconds. All right, make sure you listen for part two. This is Movie BS. This is Andrew. And Katie. All right.